2020 was as tricky for you as it was for the rest of the planet, you could probably use a few extra bucks in 2021. Unless you're going to go hit up the local fast food joint for a part-time job, maybe a side hustle is something that you want to think about, like your own business. So how do you choose that side hustle? Get familiar with your skills. I have a brand new side hustle skills assessment workbook just for you so you can pinpoint the specific talents you possess that make you unique from everyone else. This assessment workbook will also help you develop ideas for side hustle gigs you didn't even know existed so you can pursue a small business that aligns with your strength and will come naturally to you. Go to chrismcpeak.com and grab your Side Hustle Skills Assessment Workbook today. Now it's time for this week's episode. You're listening to the Elevate Your 8 Podcast the easily digestible lifestyle show that empowers you to live your happiest, most productive life so you can achieve time freedom. Productivity is just a matter of simple mathematics and prioritization. Honor your work-life balance by working only eight hours a day. Honor your health and wellness by sleeping eight hours every night. Once you figure that out, the rest is gravy. Or Jolly Ranchers if ever you prefer. If you're ready for a healthy helping of life-changing wisdom with a side of quirkiness, you're in the right place. Here's your host, Dairy Free, Karaoke Crazy, future 200 breaststroke national champion, Chris McPeak. Hey guys, welcome to the Elevate Your 8 podcast. I'm your host, Chris McPeak, and this is the final episode of the year 2020. The year that was, and if you want to hear me talk about 2020, you can listen to last week's show where I did my little rant on pros and cons. This episode is not going to be about 2020 at all. It just happens to be the last episode of 2020. So there you go. Um, I am recording this two days before New Year's Eve day, and in here in California, there isn't really going to be a lot of cool stuff to do in the neighborhood on New Year's Eve. And I haven't even figured out what me and the hubby are going to do, but it will involve some sort of positive reflection and looking forward to the new year. Now, if you have paid attention to my show or you follow me on the gram or Facebook, you know that I have started doing something that Gretchen Rubin and her sister do through their podcast, which I can't remember the name of their show right now happier I don't know anyway um, they have put together these fantastic lists of things that they want to experience and accomplish in the new year and it is the number of the new year that many things so I did a 19 for 2019 I did a 20 for 2020 and now I will be doing a 21 for 2021 and in the past I've used some kind of theme to determine what my items would be and that is no different this year. I am going to use the Tom Rath book called Wellbeing. This is the same guy that wrote StrengthsFinder 2.0. He wrote the book How Full Is Your Bucket. He wrote Vital Friends. Um, I think he's like the chief, um, I don't know, strengths developer for the Gallup organization, which is where all of this strengths-based stuff originated. And I've read all of Tom's books. They're really fantastic. Um, 
the whole strengths concept is based in positive psychology. So it's about determining the things that you're great at and becoming better at doing those things as opposed to looking at your weaknesses and saying, oh, I obviously, uh, I suck at this, so I need to figure out how to be better in it. And that's not at all what the strengths philosophy is based on. And as far as the work that he has done with Gallup, um, that's all about uh, engagement in the workplace and making sure that you're contributing in the best way possible to the areas where you participate. So the well-being book is uh, breaks down well-being into five complex areas, and those are your physical well-being, career well-being, community well-being, social well-being, and financial well-being. So since it's 2021, I need 21 things. And since there are five areas of well-being, I need four areas for each well-being concept. That will give me 20 things. And then I'm going to be identifying uh, a bonus thing that's that may or may not fall into one of the five areas of well-being. And that will be my 21st thing. So I don't have all of them determined right now, but I'm going to run through what I have for you. And then you can go follow me on Instagram at Christmas Peak. That's K-R-I-S-M-A-S-P-E-A-K. And you can get the full list there as the new year begins to unfold. Okay, I'm going to start with career well-being because when I took the well-being assessment just recently. I bought a new copy of the book Wellbeing and I highly recommend that you do this because the assessment's pretty cool and they have this totally fantastic online interactive daily tracker that you can use to track your well-being day to day. That's pretty friggin fantastic. Um, so the career career well-being is where I scored the highest. I got a 9 out of 10 in that area, which is considered thriving. And I love the idea to think that I'm thriving in my career. But again, as I've talked about on the show before, I think you when you are in the job, when you are in the vocation that you're supposed to be in, it's hard not to thrive because you're going to work every day with people you care about. You're going to a place where you're able to use your strengths and your talents to incorporate into your work and you know that you're making a difference in the way that only you can make so duh no wonder like my career well-being is so high because I have all those things and I have those things not only in my day job but I have them in my side hustle too so the four things that I've identified have to do with both my day job and my side hustle so the first thing I want to do in 2020 under career well-being is to reflect on my week every single Friday and journal about this. And this will be an opportunity to look at the people that I met with during the week, at the projects that I collaborated on, the contributions that I made to my organization of higher learning, and the contribu- contributions that I made to my swim team. So that's going to be something really important that I want to do every single Friday as I'm winding down the week and getting ready for the weekend. The second thing on my list is to make a point to meet five new people during 2021 who can mentor me around alumni development. That's something that has been tasked to me by my supervisor and something that's going to be super important in the next few years as my college gets ready to celebrate its centennial. Alumni development is going to be a huge part of that and that has now become part of my job. So I'm looking for five people 
who can help me gain some skills in that area and give me some good tips and strategies. One of them I've already identified. He doesn't know it yet, but he's been on this show before. So Doug, if you're listening, uh, you're number one on the list. The third thing on my career well-being list for 2021 is to sign 10 new clients. Um, I've already accomplished that now, and it's not, no, I'm I've already accomplished a piece of that now. I have one client signed and it's not even January 1st yet, but I really want to work individually with 10 people during 2021, help them either attain their life goals or very specifically find balance between their day job and their side hustle. So if that's something that you're interested in, I'd love to work with you. The fourth thing on my list for career well-being is to get this podcast down to 50,000 downloads by the summer. Now, for some of you who are listening, that might not sound like a lot. Um, In two years, I've amassed 11,000 downloads. So if I can get to 50,000 in six months, I think that will definitely show that my, that will prove that my show is growing and that I'm reaching more of an audience. And that's something that means a lot to me. So those are my four things in the career well-being area. Now let's move on to financial well-being. Oh, good Lord. This is not an area where I scored well. I think I scored a six or a five in this area. Um, So financial well-being is definitely something that I want to work on. Okay, I do have four things on this list, but I'm only going to share two um, because one of them is kind of redundant. It's the same thing that I, one of the same things I did yesterday. Uh, last year, excuse me. The first thing I would like to do in 2021 is to have a monthly budget. Never been able to do this with my spouse. It's been a matter of contention. Um, So this may be the year that I just do it and see what happens. Um, But I am going to have the conversation with him soon and and see if he will play ball. Um, So y'all cross your fingers, okay? The second thing that I want to do, and it, it's, I guess it's measurable in that I will have to really do the math and figure out how much it was that I actually spent on Amazon last year, but I would like to reduce that by 50%. Um, a lot of what I spend on Amazon is my subscribe and save things, but a lot of them are kind of whimsical and not necessary, and so I wind up buying things I don't necessarily need and then I go on these crazy sprees of just buying stuff Um, I buy a lot of journals and I don't know that I need to always buy them from Amazon or do I yeah I mean I have a lot of blank ones I just haven't dug into yet and it's one of those things like I see oh a pretty journal and I want that so let's go get it so anyway, reducing Amazon spending by 50%, and I have to give my friend Tamar some props for this because she kind of inspired me to think about the Amazon spending. So those are two of the things um, in my financial well-being area. The next one is social well-being, and this is another one where I score pretty high. Um, I think I have an eight on the well-being uh, assessment that I took recently, and so these these four are going to be fun, and I'm looking forward to it. So the first thing under social well-being is to continue my appreciation rants with Janice and Tamar and do not miss. I am notorious for missing every now and then. And I don't want to do that. I look forward to having them. I look forward to doing them. And they're really an amazing part of my day. So I might make a little chart um, that I can check off when I've done them. Um, 
and see how that um, boosts my, my uh, I don't know, my good feeling quotient. <laughs> um, and then the second one is to create some kind of weekly tradition with my friends that might be something like a Zoom call with folks where I just, you know, say, hey, I'm going to be on Zoom at 6.30 on Wednesday, and if you want to come hang out with me, here's where you can do that. Um, and I know that it's not going to be, it's probably going to be a few more months before we can gather in person, um, depending on how quickly the vaccine gets out. But I would like to do something where I can see friends on a regular basis, and especially those folks that um, live on other parts of the country and that I don't see anyway. So um, I would like to try that. The third thing is to plan a girl's trip in 2021, and I do feel like, at least by summer, there should be an opportunity for people to travel again, and so I will get together a group of ladies and see if we can go someplace fun. Then the fourth thing is to make a list of 10 experiences that I can participate in during 2021 and then invite people to do them with me. So let's say the movie theaters open back up and there's a big weekend opening in the summer or something. I'm going to pick a movie and invite people to go with me. Um, I still have not gone to the Getty. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed about that. But I would like to make that a plan later in the year once things open back up again and invite some people to go with me. So if you have any suggestions on some of the 10 experiences, I would love to hear those. Um, that would be super helpful. So those are my four things for social well-being, which again, I did rank highly in. So um, yeah, this is a good list, I think. The next area of well-being is physical well-being. And this one I scored the worst in. Um, I think it's a three or a four. So it was in the struggling category. Um, and I fully acknowledge that I have let myself go since the summer that I broke my foot. And I have um, some work to do in that area. So within the physical well-being, the first thing I want to do this year is to lose 40 pounds. I actually started to say lose 60 pounds, but I thought, well, let's just get started realistically. Um, I think 40 is doable. And I have not exactly decided what my route is going to be, but that is the goal. Um, and then added to that is to have a salad of some sort every single day. I have not been getting in vegetables. And I know I love salads. I love how filling they are. I love how... Um, what's the word I'm looking for, how creative and how much variety you can have with a salad. So I'm going to work that into my meals, which means I'm going to start buying a lot of bagged lettuce, <laughs> a lot of canned beans, a lot of um, ingredients for homemade salad dressings. So that's number two. Number three has to do with movement. And so ideally, I would like to walk my dog one to two miles every single day, whether that's in the morning before work or whether that's after work in the evening, and then swim three times a week. At least with the current schedule that we have, I can really only swim two to three times a week. Would like to build that up, of course, but um, as the vaccine gets out there and LA starts, you know, lessening some of the restrictions, it'll be easier to get in the pool.